This podcast is an examination of the historical research of William Branham and his message cult following. William Branham was a minister in the gambling town of Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, as early as 1933. He came in contact with the Reverend Roy E. Davis, an official spokesperson for the 1915 Ku Klux Klan, and later Imperial Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Davis introduced Branham to the Pentecostal faith and the art of faith healing, which would later be introduced into Branham's stage persona as he took his place among the evangelists in the post-World War II healing revival. Branham is credited by some as being a catalyst for the Latter Rain Movement and Jim Jones of People's Temple. This podcast is not sympathetic to the views of the Ku Klux Klan that William Branham held, but it is disturbing and warrants research. This podcast is an examination of that research. You can find more about this research and other topics on the website william-branham.org. Join us as we turn back the pages of time and examine the controversial issues of William Branham and his message. There are hundreds of wonderful stories that can be said about the grace of Jesus Christ when you read John chapter 4 concerning the woman at the well. It is a true picture of the love of God towards his people. Through his perfect love and grace that he displayed to the woman, many in the city were saved. In examining this story in scripture, having been trained under the ministry of William Branham, one can only ask themselves, would we treat her with the same respect? The people of Samaria thought themselves to be the true children of Israel and believed that their mountain held the temple of God. Jerusalem, they believed, were influenced by pagan ideas through Babylon captivity. And the Samaritans believed that Jerusalem had strayed far from the one true God. And to some extent, they were correct. The scribes and the Pharisees studied the law of Moses without understanding the reason for the law. But the Jews in Jerusalem knew that the temple of David was the temple of God, and they knew that Mount Zion was the holy hill. They saw the Samaritans as a misguided people, and because of their error, they had cut them off from their circles of fellowship. Over time, the two groups became so divided to the point that Jesus used a Samaritan in his parable just simply for its ironic effect. Both groups had strayed from God, and both groups felt themselves better than the other. When Jesus spoke with the woman at the well, however, he showed no disrespect. He displayed no condemnation or correction. Rather than tell the woman that she was living in sin, Jesus simply told her that the man she was living with was not her husband. She was not excommunicated from God, or even instructed to leave the man that had taken her under his care. Many of you are familiar with Branham's 
words condemning this woman. Many of you are familiar with his harsh judgment against any who did not follow his way of teaching. But have you ever considered the stark contrast between these harsh words of accusation and the love that Christ displayed as we read this chapter? To the scribes and Pharisees, the ones oppressing the people under the rigid Mosaic law, Jesus spoke with harsh, cutting words. Christ exposed the failure of the law, how it was unable to save men from sin. He exposed their unrighteousness, how they had lost the love for their fellow man, by following the letter of the law. But he did not rebuke the ones that suffered under their wrongs. Instead, we find Christ exposing the hearts of men, asking, Whoever is without sin, cast the first stone. We find that he did not condemn the woman at the well with harsh words of accusation. Instead, he spoke gentle words that increased her faith in him. Jesus told her that the people of her city worshipped what they did not understand. And Jesus told her that the time was at hand when the people would no longer worship the Father in either temple, on either mountain. He said they would worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Bible mentions no punishment, no penalty, no judgment for sin, for her sin. Jesus Christ had come to pay the penalty, offering himself as the atonement. Instead of rebuking the woman, we find the exact opposite. He pointed her to the Father. He said, But the hour is coming and is now here, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. That's John 4, 23-24. As Christians, we should examine our own hearts. Are our words gentle? Are they filled with the love and grace that Christ showed to this woman at Samaria? Do our words point to the truth with patience? and sincerity? Do we offer insults that result in shock or anger? Or do we lead them into a strong burning desire within them to learn more about Jesus Christ? If we were placed in this situation today, would we condemn this woman? Would we insult her with a derogatory name of dog meat? as we were trained and programmed in the following of William Branham? Or would we show them so much love that they run to tell others that God loved us enough to send His only Son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins? Would we condemn the woman, or would we save the city? Mm -hmm.